Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had an amazing week. Pam is back from her voyage from a galaxy far, far away, and we're talking about her trip to the Halcyon, the galactic star cruiser down at Walt Disney World, and she gives us a pretty spoiler-free review of this experience. If you're curious about what it would be like to have the ultimate Star Wars experience at Walt Disney World, she talks about it today. What are the cabins like? What is the interaction like with the crew? What's the dining like? What's it like when you go into Galaxy's Edge on your excursion? What's it like to uh, cosplay while you're on this experience? Uh, the kids, the adults, wh what's the entertainment like? We talk about all this and much more on today's show. As always, don't forget today's podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2140 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday! We made it to another weekend. Yes! And we've made it to high school football season, so you know that is a happy Mike Rallman. Excited to be back at the H tonight, but right now, talk about two of my happy worlds coming together. We're going to get to talk about Star Wars today and Disney and, you know, like I get to do high school football tonight. I am just a happy podcaster right now. And I'm with my friends. It's the OG team. Two shows in a row. So joining me from down in the hotbed of high school football where she will take absolutely no advantage of this this fall, which breaks my heart. We have Ricky from the mouseforless.com. Ricky, happy Friday. What's going on? Mike, does it count that if I stand outside in my driveway, I can hear a football game go on? Do you hear the band, like, queuing up the... No, the... I can only hear the announcers for the football That's game. still pretty but, awesome. That's when you know I mean, falls in the air. When it's, it's, like... not, it's not really loud. I mean, it's not like... It's kind of garbled a little bit, but, like, I can still hear it. So, you know, but... Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to high school. So, anymore. so give a give a shout out to your your hometown high school team, the, the Sugar Hill Gang, or what are they? Uh, I don't because you're in Sugar Hill. No, right? I have no idea. I I think it's the Buford Longhorns. I'm not entirely sure. So the Buford Longhorns. I think that's what it is. How how are they? Are they are they running a triple I mean, option actually, or what are they running? I, I have no idea. I think they're pretty good. I I mean I don't know. It's it's Atlanta. I mean, almost every football team is decent in Atlanta here in high school, I feel like. So. Except for your professional team. They're terrible. Well, yeah, that, that, that's not a good one. But, you know, all the high school ones, college, well, half the college ones, you know, are decent. So, yeah, you got that. 
There you go. Well, I mean, you, you got to go though. I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the, it's no, community rallying listen, together. Yeah. I'll listen to it from my driveway and as I'm getting in my car to drive away to go somewhere else. Yeah. Speaking of community coming together, I gave a shout out to my, my nephew, Coy Rallman. If you've seen on Facebook, every once in a while, I share his posts. He, uh, he's a, he's a cowboy. And I mean, he's literally a cowboy. He's a team roper and he travels the country all the time roping and he had a big win in Sykeston, Missouri this past week. So nice. shout out Coy. Nice job. That's awesome. I mean, he makes cool. he I mean he's he makes good money roping cattle, which That's really cool. I guess if you can do it, you can do it. I mean, it's a big there deal down the country. It's a hard thing to do. Oh my god, yeah. His his dad, my cousin, and my uncle had to fly to Idaho to like drive a couple of his horses like between two rodeos because he couldn't like get them from one place to the other because you know they gotta it's a mess, man. He's all over the West. I mean, Idaho, wow. Montana. Awesome. He was down in the Boot Hill in Missouri because that's where he's from. But uh, it's crazy stuff. So if you follow me on Facebook, you'll see Koi. Uh, he's he's coming quite the the nationally ranked uh, team rover. And it's of course, cool. It's funny because he's such a cowboy. Anyway, joining us, Pam Forrester, Coner of the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday, Pam. Any big uh, weekend plans? Um, gosh, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think our uh, football here is starting for our elementary schools. We are, you ready? The Seneca Valley Raiders. Nice. Mm, nice. Um, that's who we are with the Conakonessing School District, who actually had a ton of Native Americans that lived in this area. So there was, you know, that's what that's all about. But anyways, yeah. So um, I don't know. We may do some of that. Um there's a couple movies I want to see. I mean, just lots of stuff going on here. So, you you should get a shirt that says "Just Win, Baby," because that was that was what Al Davis used to say with the the Oakland Raiders back in. See, so nobody's gonna get this unless you're a big football fan. It's, it's, <laughs> that was like his thing. He was like brutal. Like he's a brutal owner of the the just Oakland Raiders in the NFL. But like the thing in the '70s was "Just Win, Baby." So anyway, okay. So terrible joke. Five people will get that. Nobody else like shut up, Mike. Let's talk Disney. So that's what we're going to do. We're talking Star Wars. We're talking Disney. Pam was gone for, you know, months because apparently she got on this Halcyon cruise and it off to a galaxy far, far away. And uh, yes. instead of returning, it took a took a uh, the wrong turn at Coruscant or something. Uh, My transport back. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but so, it, yeah. I don't know. Like no. Tatooine, it went to the wrong. Uh, it went to the outer rim. I, I don't know. So I'm using all. No. I was watching this morning. You can tell I was watching uh, Phantom Menace on the uh, on the treadmill. But uh, so it's, tell us about this though, because we've been wanting to get some firsthand knowledge on the Halcyon on the Galactic Star Cruiser. So how did this trip come together, and how do you prepare? Because this is kind of sold by Disney as a cruise on land experience from what I've been told. And so give us a little background before you got to uh, the Halcyon. I know. So I will say, you know, I've been a Star Wars fan for forever. And leading up to this, I was really interested in what this all would be, right? I really was. Because Disney sort of have been has been selling this as like a, a different hotel experience, right? And not... I don't think doing it the justice it deserves. It's so much more than a cruise on land. And they're calling it a cruise on land, I think, because it's hard for most people to understand that, like, your food is included with this, just like this. It's a voyage of two nights. They're only doing two nights. You can't choose. You can't say, well, I have these two nights available. Can I just come there? No. You all, everyone that you will be with, you all get there on the same day and you get off the same day because hello, you have to go up to space. Right. They can't be running transports all day and night nope, for that. Ship sails. 
Right. So you're all going to be um, sailing together, as it were. And the other reason why I think that Disney is sort of underselling this, if if that's possible, is that it was so immersive. It's a hard. I mean, it's hard to wrap your brain around. Like literally, when we were done, we were talking about how we're going to get from our ship back to Orlando because we didn't really i mean we lost the connection that we're still right there i mean mm-hmm. you know in reality right we were like okay wait we have to do and then we're we're actually saying these things so um it really was a fantastic experiment experience it just really was and the food was great and the accommodations were fantastic and everyone that we had the opportunity to interact with was great it just is hard, I think, to describe it. It's hard to do it. And the what, the other thing I really want to caution people about before um, we get too far into this is some people probably are sort of interested in this but wonder if they're a big enough Star Wars fan to really enjoy it. And I will tell you, you don't have to know everything about Star Wars to be able to enjoy this. If you do know some things, I think that that will help your enjoyment of it. But it really is something that I think most people will enjoy because it's interacting. There's things that everyone's going to appreciate. There's You'll interact with different characters. If you're willing to do that, then I think that you will get everything from this experience. Okay, so, so I, I want to jump in here and make sure we get, you know, a lot of this. There, obviously, it's going to be kind of spoilery because that's why we're here to talk about it. I know. It. So I'll try to not do yeah, too I mean, many. Not, yeah, not not the big stuff. But obviously, we just you know, if you don't want to hear anything, obviously, skip. You know, we won't just skip a podcast. But you know, we we are probably <laughs> going to talk about some of the experiences you will have. Obviously, and these things could probably mm-hmm. change because it's a great thing about something like this is that it's an experience that will probably evolve from cruise to cruise or from season to season, which is exciting. But at the end, what what I kind of want to wrap this up with, so Pam, don't let me forget, is how people can prepare if they're going to take this okay. experience or go on this experience, what they need to do like to get ready. Like, cause that's where I was going to start off, but I think we're going to wrap up with that. Like, as you're, okay. as you're getting ready to have this experience, what do you need to do to prepare yourself to have the best experience possible? But let's kind of break down the components. So let's talk about your arrival, getting to the Halcyon, kind of onboarding. Like, what's the initial feel as you as you enter this experience? So you do arrive there at Halcyon, and um, you are taken your you know your luggage is sort of taken from you, and it's going to appear um, in your cabin there um, when you get on the ship. And what you're carrying on, of course, is going to go through you know x-ray and all of that right and then you're going to board and be taken up to halcyon and the thing that i think um is important to really know is before you get there you're going to want to update the disney play app because that's where your data pad is going to be and throughout your journey you're going to get different things that you should do different ways that you should engage different missions if you will um, to try and help. And and your decisions really do guide the way that those missions go, right? There's some things that happen and the way that you react to those things, um, you know, really sort of sway the missions that you're going to take. Um, we all sort of chose different paths so that we could experience different paths during the trip. And it was really interesting because I didn't know this, um, but my husband 
was working for the bad guys while I was working for (laughs) the good guys. No, they aren't really good and bad. They're, you know, the two sides, but we were on opposite sides. Um, (laughs) I know, right? When he had to strike you down at the end of the cruise, that was (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So yeah, there was a difference there, but so the most important thing is, um, you know, you're going to want to update that play Disney app and you know, when, once you get there, there's good Wi-Fi in space who knew, Right, yeah. and the the air conditioning is awesome. It's, it's very important for you. Yes. Good to hear. Uh, yes, all those things. So, um, yeah, lots of stuff like that. So, you guys did some some cosplay. Like I saw you guys. Had, so, <laughs> traveling party. Just for, so you know. So you went with your husband Steve. You went with your daughter yes. Hannah, and you went yes. with uh, Jocelyn, one of the great agents right. over to Magic for Less. So it was a party yes. of four. So you guys kind of coordinated. I mean, obviously some people go even in more than you guys, but you guys kind of describe like how you guys uh, took on the the cosplay. We did. So we had to strike a balance between like not wanting to go all in on a $500 (laughs) costume. Right. And wanting to get into it to some degree. And we were limited by what, you know, we were packing too. Right. We didn't have unlimited luggage with us. Um, So we did sort of did, we found some stuff. We, bought some stuff from Amazon and some other things and and we went with it. So we did sort of cosplay. Um, my husband was not into this at all. <laughs> and so if you have a, not into the costuming thing, yeah. like love the rest of it, but like, he's like, I'm not wearing a costume. So we had found, um, they have these like bucket hats at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland. And they're sort of a tropical pattern that says rebel leader on the, on the hat. And that was Steve's costume. Nice. And he was not the only one who um, didn't want to get into the dressing up part of it. But there were people who were full on in like professional costumes. Surely and truly. And I was like, whoa. Um, But yeah, so we were sort of in the middle there. See, that's what I love, though. Like, I don't need to dress up like all the way. Like, I like to have some fun with it. But like, I like just seeing the other people that are so creative yeah. in the costuming and that kind of stuff that they're i mean they're, they're i mean this is christmas morning like this is right? what they, they it doesn't get any better than i mean while it's fun i mean it's great but i mean this is their jam you know this is what they live for and i love seeing that okay so i'll make sure we get all this in so you get there do they take you to your your room or your i don't know what they call it on there your cabin yeah, your cabin, cell yeah. i don't know i mean would they they're gonna bring the droid to give you the shot i mean i don't know how that works <laughs> <laughs> they do they do take us to our room um there are a few things that happen and we get to have lunch which again the food was fantastic it was really really good so that's something and it's all included and it's all included so that's a really cool thing just alcoholic drinks are not included um we do we go to the cabin and open it up and wow it's awesome um they are not huge cabins they are bigger than a cruise line stateroom right they are um but they're laid out so well that there was literally room for everything i mean there's four adults in my room right that and we all come with luggage right and we were staying before and after so we had luggage. Let's just say this. We had luggage. There was room for everything. There were closets. Um, they're, they're just really, the storage parts were really interesting. And I love the feel of the room. Of course, we had a window that looked out in space so that we could see where we're traveling to. 
uh, throughout our journey. And there is a um, screen where there's a um, artificial intelligence droid there that we can interact with if we have questions while we're in our room and things like that. But I will say a lot of our time was spent out of our room, um, being on all the different levels of the ship interacting in sort of the atrium area. Um, we were doing missions. There's all kinds of things to see and do on the ship. So we spent a lot of time doing that. So with, with the, with the, the cabin though, so you get there and you, you put your, do they deliver your bags for you? And they, they do. Okay, yeah. So, they were so there those, for those us. Those meet yeah. you there. Um, the bedding, I mean, were the beds comfortable and all that kind of stuff? Really I mean, comfortable. Yeah, really, really comfortable. Even the little, um, the uh, Jocelyn and Hannah were sleeping in sort of those little bunk bed looking <laughs> things. They said that they were both really comfortable. They felt like they had enough space and, uh, you know, room. So it, it fit adults. So that was good. Okay. So, so you get there, you kind of get your stuff in there. You kind of find your bearings. How does, how does the experience or the adventure start to unfold? Does somebody come and get you and explain Okay, look, so there like were we need certain... you to be here. Like, how does right? the story, how do they get you into kind of game mode for this experience? So in your data pad, you're going to get notifications and you're going to get whatever. And there was a big gathering of us in that area. Um, our captain, we got to meet our captain and, and all of that. So she gave us some things to do. There were different, you know, and then you're sort of broken into different groups depending on what your mission is, what there is to see and do. Um uh, just, I, I don't want to give a ton away, but there was, you know, at the beginning, we're looking for different packages or looking for different areas of the ship. So there was a good sort of get to know the ship kind of thing. Um, we had different activities that we had to do. For instance, some of the activities that we were involved in were, um, you know, lightsaber training. Like That's you sweet. get to legitimately do lightsaber training. We also had bridge training. We learned to work a number of the different things in the bridge of the ship. Um, you know, we saw some different characters there. There's some time where you have time to like downtime and we would go to like the bar and that's where we learned how to play like Sabacc. Um, which is the, yeah, so tell the us, game. And, and tell us about that picture because I teased this on Wednesday, but it was such <laughs> yeah. a great picture. Cause I mean, you know, Steve is sitting there, I guess you took it or Jocelyn, somebody took it because I yeah. mean, it was on Instagram and it was yes. it the magic for less account or your account. I can't remember. I don't know. It might've been in both. We'll, we'll figure but... it probably was, but it's the most epic picture because he's sitting there playing this game and you can tell, but he's getting over his shoulder like yes. some, you know, like he's being mentored, but he's being mentored by Chewbacca. I, I mean, he's got like on a, like a Yoda t-shirt. It's casually, but like a Yoda or something shirt. And he's in a bar. I mean, it's like, it's the perfect picture. It's just, it's it so was. crazy. So tell us about how that, like that, that unfolded. Cause that's the greatest picture. And it was a great representation of our trip. It's like you would turn around and there would be like Chewbacca is there or, or whatnot. I mean, it was just so cool, but we had a little bit of downtime. So we wanted, you know, of course, to check out the watering hole on the ship. Um, and there, um, Sabak is a game that you can play with like a deck of cards or a specific deck of cards, but there was an electronic table in the bar and we just happened to walk in and no one was there. So one of, um, the, one of the, um, ships cast there was helping us, teaching us how to play Sabak. It was the first time for any of us to try this game. And so we were playing 
and in walks Chewbacca <laughs> and he's sort so of strange. interacting with people. There were some stormtroopers there earlier, but then they left. So Chewbacca was sort of helping Steve who, um, this is a game of betting and Steve's always calling and raising regardless of what he has in his hand. He does this. I mean, really and truly, um, it was so funny, but Chewbacca was sort of leading him down this path to sort of help him out. But the, the other cool thing about it is they do such a great job, like just like um, the cantina in Galaxy's Edge is so over the top themed and has these great drinks. They have um, different things on the ship, too, that just sort of add to this whole thing. It, it was really just a cool experience. And I got a great picture, actually. I, as I was looking through my pictures, I have a great picture of Hannah and Chewbacca, too. He was helping Hannah at one point, too, with um, learning how to play Sabacc. Um, so that was a cool thing, too. That is so cool. That's awesome. So I'm going to ask one more question. I'm going to turn it to Ricky for here for a second. But let me, because one of the things that I really enjoy, and I don't know how many people do enjoy this kind of an experience, but I've always liked when you do something like this that is more of an experience than just going into a hotel and staying in a room and, you know, going to dinner. This is why I like cruises. I like when you get to meet other people that are having this shared experience with you, when, you know, maybe part of your mission, you do meet up with a, you know, some couple from the other side of the country or the other side of the world. And you're kind of, you're interacting together and then you kind mm -hmm. of bond, you know, over this two day experience. Do you, do you have any of that on this experience or is it more like you stay with your, your core group or do you kind of, by the end of the time, even with a short two days, you meet people and you kind of uh, bond with people that are on the same sailing. I, I think that that's, um, it's something that is totally customizable by you. You sort of get out what you put in it, into it in that space, right? That you can meet and interact with other people. Um, you have the opportunity to sort of see them throughout the ship. Um, you know, at dinner, there's entertainment that fits in with the story and complements the story and becomes part of the story. But it wasn't just an afterthought. Like, it was really good entertainment. Um, and, and I think that was really interesting, too. But, yeah, there definitely is, like, you have that opportunity to sort of connect with people as you go throughout your journey on the Star Cruiser. But, yeah, it, it, it was. There was that. You did walk away with that, for sure. Cool. Cool. Ricky, what, what questions do you have for Pam on this uh, for this experience? So I know you get to do an excursion to Galaxy's you Edge. Do. So I kind of want to know, like, because, you know, we've had this conversation about how a lot of people think, like, oh, I'm staying at the Star Wars Hotel. It's themed after Star Wars. You know, it's it's it, it's going to be like a regular hotel experience. You know, th th that's kind of how a lot of people had thought of this idea when they announced it. And then they were like, oh, OK, well, we'll just go to, you know, we'll go to the parks. So how does that work though with you know obviously you're not able to go into like i'm guessing the rest of hollywood studios you just you could like, if you wanted edge. to but you wouldn't want to okay because it would sort of take away from the story but yeah so you do get transported from um star cruiser over to galaxy's edge um and you get to come in the special entrance of um galaxy's edge there it's actually sort of by where the um tie fighter is um mm -hmm. There in that area. And while you're there, you're definitely, you have missions that you have to 
do. Um, while you're there, of course, you get to experience both of the attractions um, without any, you know, wait really during the time that you're there. But that's part of your story too. It sort of gives a new meaning to Rise of the Resistance and um, Smuggler's Run. It, it really does. There's a, a larger significance now for that. You're going to be looking for things. You're going to be doing things while you're there. You have the opportunity to eat there in Docking Bay 7 if you want to. Um, you can go to Oga's 2 if you want to make a droid or a lightsaber. That's something that you can schedule as well. Those things are not included um, in your in the cost of this, but um, you can do that. And there was a lot of people that did those things. We did Oga's um, and we did the attractions and then we um, did our missions, but we had things that we were to be doing while we were there. And that did impact um, what happened when we got back on the ship too, when we went there later um, in the day. So the choices, I mean, they keep saying, and I think they said this with Galaxy's Edge and with Star Cruiser, the choices you make really do sort of dictate what happens to you throughout your journey. And I feel um, like that's definitely more of the case in, say, the Star Cruiser than yes. it is just random guests visiting Galaxy's Edge. Right, so. yes, I think that's true. Which makes sure. a lot of sense. So, um, all right, so obviously we have to talk about food because- hello, I know. Um, so, I mean, I've seen things like blue shrimp and some weird, yeah. like, weird concoctions. What is the food like when you dine in, <laughs> you know, space, I guess I should say. The food was so good. So, um, the blue shrimp is, is the picture that gets, um, I think put out there a yeah, lot. And I believe it's just a little bit of dye. And I think it's a natural dye at that, um, mm. that makes the shrimp look like that but everything we had was really good. Like it may um, sort of be presented in a different way and be called something different, but it was all really good. Like there was um, that, they had it um, in Disney Springs at one point, they have that like bubble waffle type thing. Oh, Only yeah. this had grilled cheese in it. And so oh. it was really good, Dang. right? I'm I know. For that. Let me know. I know. I know. I was thinking... Everything we had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner was fantastic. There, I'm looking through some of our, um, some of our pictures. So but they had like the standard egg for egg for Pam, right? Like they, they did were, have okay, they did okay, have okay, an right. egg an egg dish. Yes, right, absolutely. Just making sure um, you were satisfied with the egg did. dish. Yes, <laughs> I was actually happier with this breakfast than I am at most of the Disney Resort. Wow, so I will say that. I know, right? Um, but they did, they did a great job with that. And I think what typically happens is when you're there, they have sort of, a um, the name that it's called there on the spaceship, but then they have sort of underneath it, what, <laughs> how we may relate to that. Right. Because, you know, people from all different planets are coming to stay at Star Cruiser. Especially it's not people, people, people from Missouri need like the parentheses, like for real, like what is, <laughs> is that hash brown or what is that? Yeah, exactly. I know. So, I mean, it was, it was really good, but yes, the blue shrimp was great. Um, it was, it was good. And that night we also had, um, you know, what amounted to a short rib and something like that. So, I mean, you, the food may look a little different and it may be called something different, but I think everyone will find something to relate to with that. 
for sure. So, that's kind of, real quick with that yeah. though, do you, do you order off a menu every night or is it um, kind of a prefix kind of meal situation? Yeah, it is. It's sort of like, so for breakfast and lunch, you sort of go through, um, it's sort of cafeteria style, but to call it that, I think doesn't do it very, <laughs> I you love know, that kind, but that's just me. Okay. I mean, I'm 90 years old. But then old. you get to pick whatever you want. Um, and they're on these space age trays and stuff. So that was kind of cool. But um, at dinner, it was sort of sort of family style. And there was entertainment at dinner, too. Um, we had, you know, uh, one of the famous singers from the galaxy was there. And and that was really cool, too. So do you, do you also throughout the, the experience, like, do you see when you're when you're going, say, from like your cabin or from an experience, it's time for dinner, you're going to the bar and you're walking through the corridors of, of the, the Halcyon, I mean... I would guess maybe you like you pass a stormtrooper, you pass like a Chewbacca or some, you know, kind of lesser character that you don't maybe know their name. I mean, do you see like these characters wandering throughout these two yeah. days? And then do they interact with, do they ever stop you? And like, you know, stormtroopers like hassle you and kind of things like that. Yes. So Hannah and I were on a mission um, and we were down actually searching for some cargo that had been stowed away on the ship. And we did find it, but when we were in there to sort of, uh, you know, do more with that, the stormtroopers found us and we tried to hide, <laughs> but we couldn't, they found us and they made us leave the room. Oh, and so wow. we were ordered out of there. The stormtroopers were on a lot. Um, you know, we were unfortunate that soon after we had boarded um, the first order just had some reasons to suspect some things that were going on on the ship it was Steve. and they had a presence um, on the ship for sure. And there was a lot of the crew members that didn't, you know, that you could tell weren't, were very excited that they were there um, and were trying to help us if they could. Um, but yeah. And, you know, during our time there, we got to see the stormtroopers and Chewbacca. R2-D2 was around um, a fair amount. Um, Ray was there at some point. Um, there was um, some guys who I really didn't want to be around. Like uh, Kylo Ren was there at one point. Nice. Um, I know, right? Um, there was a big sort of culmination of everything. But, uh, I mean... The way that it happened, you didn't really think of them as being characters. You really, it felt very, very kind of real. It felt like authentic, right? I mean, yes, it, like, like it you're, did. Like you're right there in the, in the story. It really did. And it was a totally different story. That's the thing where I'm like, you don't really have to know Star Wars to go there because what's happening is your own story. It's a very unique story. It's not a story that has been told. This is your story. And it's impacted by you know, the people that are there. And I will tell you, as much as we were sort of part of the rebel alliance of things, I will say, there were some people who were very much first order supporters, in, in, <laughs> including some kids who were very vocal about oh. it. Like every time the stormtroopers were there, they were trying to help the stormtroopers. Oh, um, see, those are the, those were are the kids. Those them. are the kids Hannah does not want in her class this year. Right? <laughs> I know, right? But they really were. And, you know, there were some lines drawn in that space. But yes, um, that's the part of it. Um, it really just felt so completely 
just so unique. It's it's hard for me to even put into words other than it completely exceeded my expectations. Um, it really, truly did. I, the food was better than I thought it would be. The interactions were better than I thought it would be. The entertainment was, was better. The missions were better. It, it just, it was really such a unique experience that I can really understand why Disney is having a hard time describing this to guests. Um, but it's a fantastic experience. But we, we do live in this like Instagram society where, you know, everybody wants their picture with Kylo Ren or, you know, standing between two stormtroopers. So there's kind of blurred lines, though, between like a meet and greet. But these people are within, you know, the, the story of the two day experience. So are there on the itinerary? Is there like, OK, go to this part of the ship and you can, you know, do a traditional meet and greet with uh, Chewbacca so you can at least snap a shot with him or. How's that handled without, because this, you know, I would imagine that kind of breaks the story a little bit, but yeah. that's also something that the traditional guests are going to want to have too. No, it wasn't really like that. There wasn't like meet and greet. Um, there is the opportunity. So if you're doing that, you can actually book a private photo session if you want to. Um, and I think that that's probably really worth it for some people. Um, I think that, it's just something that you may want to do. We had the opportunity to do, to do that, to get pictures with most of the people that, you know, we really wanted to, but it somehow it just didn't feel that kind of thing. It just, it just, uh, I mean, it just felt so like you were really living it that you didn't really quite feel the need to, you know, pose with one of the characters, I guess. Okay, so let me ask you this, because you know we're gonna we're gonna wrap here shortly. But it, now that you've had this experience, what was and this is kind of a tough question, but you know, let's throw it out there. So, what was the one thing that kind of caught you off guard with this experience? You know, because you had heard about obviously this is what we do, right? This is we, you know, Disney had trained us and given us expectations, but until you actually, you know, sleep in the beds and walk the corridors and interact with the characters and eat the food and you know, have the lightsaber training and, you know, go through Galaxy's Edge as the excursion. You know, you've now walked in the shoes of the experience for the full two days. What surprised you the most? Like now that you're back from this experience? I, you know, I feel there's been a lot of talk about the price point of this experience. And I have to say that I feel like there's definitely value there in, in that price. I mean, I don't know what other experience you're going to get like this that would even be available to people, let alone for any price, let alone what it is right now. I will just say that there's, you're really living a star Wars story. You truly, truly are. And to have the opportunity to also interact with other characters and, and other parts of the star Wars universe, I, I think it's really, that's the thing that really, I think, impacted me the most. Um, I will also say that, you know, I think that doing a little planning before you get there is a good thing. Like, Mike, you wanted to talk yeah, about this. Because, I, think- I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an investment and it's probably for most people, if you do it, it's going to be a once in a lifetime thing. So you want to make sure that you have all your I's dotted, your T's crossed, that you have the best experience possible. 
But I will say we all said that we would do it again, <laughs> which is interesting, yeah, right? True. I know. I mean, hey, um, but, I mean, we all ninety percent of the people listening said they're going to go to Walt Disney World that one time, so, right? Anyway. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so there were people of all ages there. There were young kids there, and there were older adults there. Really and truly, it spanned the age range. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, I think planning your costumes and being willing to interact really just go in, just go into it with that mindset. You're paying to be there. The best way to get the best value for your money is to interact with everyone you can interact with all the crew members, interact with everyone you see, interact with other guests, ask for help, ask for direction, ask for guidance. I think that that's really, really important. I think um, just get a little familiar with the Play Disney app, just so you know where to go. It's going to look completely different when you're there. You're going to be using the data pad portion of the app. Um, and just make sure that your app's up to date. Um, enjoy, enjoy every bit of it. Go in the store. There's exclusive merchandise there. You're going to, you're going to want to do that. Go to the bar, get a drink, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic, just embrace it all. Because I think everything that you do, everything that you see, everything you experience adds to your story while you're there and helps you appreciate it that much more. Um, you know, press the buttons, they're there for you. Even areas that say do not enter are usually are sometimes places that you can enter, um, especially if you've gotten, you know, some um, uh, some directions to do that. Right. Um, try all the foods, even if you think you're not going to like it, it's included. So get it. If you if you get it and you don't like it, get something else. I mean, that it's like a cruise in that space. Um and just, I think, be willing to sort of share that experience with other people. Like, it, it's there's going to be people of varying degrees of, um, you know, Star Wars knowledge. Right. And I think that you sort of appreciate all of that. So I would say, you know, well, first of all, make sure that we're, when she says go in the doors and say do not enter, you know, that, that's good for the Halcyon, <laughs> not good for the Disney Wish, where it says sure. do not enter. <laughs> Don't go in those doors on the wish or the fantasy or the magic. You know, let's keep these all these cruises straight here just for, for common knowledge. But so when you were on this, you know, I was very curious about this. And we've had this discussion many times. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm also a huge baseball fan. And so Pam and I, my wife, were having this discussion over dinner one night. And, you know, inevitably what's come up on social media with this is how dramatically immersive this experience is and how unique yes. it is. But there, I mean, Star Wars fans are, I mean, if you think about how many Star Wars fans there are worldwide, it is a huge draw. It's supply and demand. That's why the price can be rather high, but again, it's high value. It's supply and demand. There's, there's so many Star Wars fans in Disney fans, and there's not a lot of, you know, hotel rooms. There's one, you know, Halcyon at this point. It, but the thing too is I was comparing this cause I'm a huge baseball fan, right? And one of my aspirational things to do one day, and I'll probably do it one time, 
the Cardinals have a, a fantasy baseball camp every year during spring training. It's down in Jupiter, Florida, and it's it's expensive. I mean, it's super expensive because you go down there for a week and you play baseball, you know, like little scrimmage games. But like Ozzie Smith's playing against you. You know, you're hitting off these baseball pitchers in the from the 80s, you know, these old, you know, guys that you rooted, you know, rooted for as a kid. Now, you know, they're 50, 60 years old. They're throwing you batting practice and you're you get a full Cardinals uniform and you're going through the paces. But it's an aspirational thing, right? I mean, you're living out. You get to go in the clubhouse. You suit up. You know, you got a manager telling you what. You're living like the dream of being a Cardinal there for like four or five days. You're taking infield at the spring training facility. I think it's very much kind of that experience that, you know, your whole life you wondered what it would be like to be a Cardinal, right? This There's only like one place you can do that with certain, you know, the, it is kind of expensive, but it's aspirational for a very subset of diehard Cardinal fans. And I think that's kind of what, what uh, the Halcyon in, in uh, Galax, uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser is for Star Wars fans. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. And I, I think, you know, when we were looking around, you sort of were like, well, I bet this person really wanted to do it. And this person came <laughs> along for the ride, right? But toward the end of the voyage, you can see everyone got into it. It wasn't just the person that was, you know, we early on identified as, the person who really wanted to do it and the person who was along for the ride, it was really everyone. Um, and, and that's what I really liked about it too, is that it sort of brought probably new people into the fandom. Right. Um, but, you know, I think that every time you have that opportunity, every time you do that, it gives you the opportunity as a fan to see something in a new way, to see how this person is interacting with the story. And I, I like that as well. I agree, but it is aspirational. I'm going to get there someday. I'm excited because I am, a, I mean, it just, you know, it, Star Wars came out when I was four years old and, uh, you know, it's been with me my whole life and I've grown up with the saga and that'd be cool. So it's one of those things. It's going to happen. Just, you know, you gotta, timing's got to be right, but I'm glad it's here and I'm glad we have that opportunity. So Pam, thanks for coming on. We're glad you're back. And that really is going to help all of us who are going to get this opportunity here in the next, uh, you know, however long whenever i get ready yeah, to go to uh, i know i know i hope that some of our other um listeners go That'll be and fun. share that experience so. all right well don't forget of course our show always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs whether it's to walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line or adventures by disney or even to a galaxy far far away check them out over at the magic for less.com while you're there fill out that free quote form we'll take care of you from there our professional passionate agents are standing by right now they're going to get you the best deal possible and of course make the trip planning fun it's fun from the get and then you're going to have fun on the trip so again check them out over at the magic for less.com please also use our amazon affiliate link brguestpodcast.com slash amazon that one extra click really does help us out and also our patrons. You guys are the best. You're not from a galaxy far, far away. You're from right here on earth and you're making this show happen. And I thank you so much for that. Our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. All right. Give Ricky a follow on the social media again. I just caught her. She's looking down to make sure you're following her right now at Ricky Nibs, R I K K I 
NIBS, Instagram and Twitter. Pam's at TMFLTPAM. Also, go over to The Magic for Less on Instagram and check out some of the pictures. About a month ago, just go back in the feed. Check those out. Great pictures there. I'm at Mike, so give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter as well. Love to talk to you this weekend. There'll be some pictures from the H this weekend, I promise you. And, of course, Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, it's the BOGP Open Line. We'll be talking, uh, taking your calls and talking Disney on Facebook and YouTube. All right, time to get on with the weekend. We made it, so let's have some fun, but be safe out there. For Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike saying be safe, stay healthy, and I messed that all up, but we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.